Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Recorded live. And here we are, another Friday with the health and wellness for the golden age. We are all goldens in our age, and we are coming forward and going forward into a great avenue of so many parts of what we're doing. And um, and we'll be talking about many different topics as usual, and one of them is an interesting one. Colin sent me something called an analog, and I didn't really get it, but it's, uh, Colin, is it science fiction or is it fact of what this kind of allergy does to the body? All right. Analog is a monthly or bi-monthly magazine that publishes science fiction and science facts. It's been around forever. It actually goes back to the 30s and 40s. And uh, they published a story in the uh, April-May issue called The Final Nail. And it describes an allergy that is centered in the uh, southeastern United States, spread by a tick. And what the tick does is when it feeds on you, it all, it's part, part of the materials they inject into your bloodstream to keep it from coagulating, uh, sensitizes you to uh, red meat. And once you're sensitized, the next exposure will cause an allergic reaction. And uh, following issue, the most recent one, uh, uh, an article was published because of the uh, traffic that uh, the magazine got from the first one, the story itself. Uh, A science article was published on the science behind the final nail. And it's not science fiction. It's very real. It can kill you. And uh, as an example of of how it works, uh, the uh, one of the characters of Final Nail is a doctor, and he gets a call to come into the hospital because one of his patients has uh, uh, been admitted for an allergic reaction. And uh, this, you know, this starts him out on a, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing research to find out why, you know, what, you know, what caused the allergy. The allergy is against red meat. And you, after you've been exposed to it and you eat red meat again, you have a reaction. And you could die from it. 
or just have hives or whatever. But uh, it, it's serious. And uh, in the story, someone with uh, uh, a uh, one of the one of the one of the animal lovers, you know, the woman who wants to, uh, you know, save the little animals so they can grow up and you know, you know, be themselves instead of being raised to food. And so she has her her but she uh has a daddy that anything his little girl wants, she gets. And he's got lots of money. And so she develops a mosquito carrying the agent that causes the allergy. Mosquitoes are very efficient for spreading disease. And then and then through a clandestine network among the animal rights activists, he starts spreading it around the world, the mosquito itself. Now, she's caught in the end, but, you know, but the fact is the mosquitoes exist. That's the science fiction part. The allergy itself is very real. And uh, in, the, in the second article, science article, it explains exactly how it works. The, the, the vector, I'm going to refer to it the way it's spread as the vector. And uh, in, in reality, it's a tick that is the vector. In the story, a mosquito was the, the carry that was the uh, agent was developed and spread. And uh, the uh, <laughs> but the agent causes it present in the saliva from the uh, vector, and it's a uh, a protein, and it's been uh, the short name is alpha gel. The long name is about uh, forty or fifty letters long. And it's injected into your system, and it sensitizes your body, your immune system. And then you, uh, later, after you've been sensitized, you eat red meat, and you have an allergy attack. Anaphylactic shocks the whole thing. And fish uh, is right in the center of the area where it's at. And you get exposed to the thick. You get exposed to the thick by going out in the woods or just even on your own property. Well, what's interesting about what you're saying is exactly the way uh, uh, the road of the Lyme disease. And that, when you read this book that um, the former governor of uh, Ventura uh, wrote, about a lab in uh, New York, which is right, uh, has a river uh, running by it, and it's across, across the river is Connecticut, and the town of Lyme, Connecticut. And um, they had, this wonderful government of ours had perfected the development 
of um, insects, and one of the insects were ticks, and these ticks seemed to get loose. Oh, I'm so sorry, that tick got out the door. And so they um, they didn't, they supposedly, and I use that word loosely, had um, all the necessary stuff in place so that no one would be harmed. However, the people across the river in Lyme, Connecticut, were getting this mysterious illness and they could not figure out where it was coming from or what it was and they finally found it was a tick. And that tick was the one that gave them these disease. Now, it affected your nervous system. It affected all sorts of systems. There are now over 300,000 cases of Lyme disease cases in the United States. Well, under the, you know, the great, great humanitarianism of our corporation, they decided that they had to move that tick lab, as I'm going to call it, to a better location. So they moved it in all their wonderful wisdom. I mean, they've already had ticks get out on their clothes and all the other things of their supposed secure environment. Now they're going to move this lab or have already moved this lab to the University of Missouri, right in the middle of the country. And it's going to be under the auspice of professors, not under the auspice of our ever-caring corporation. No, we'll put it under another corporation that will have students that really don't care or haven't got the uh, knowledge to know how dangerous this could be. And they're going to teach him about it. Well, well you know, oops, sorry. That, no, that's, that's all right. I'm almost finished. It's, it's the essence of the insanity of where this is all going. Go ahead, Orpha. I was just going to say, are you sure it's not the University of Misery? Oh, that might be what you, is the correct <laughs> Thank you for the correction. Okay. I just wanted, yeah. just wanted to make sure you knew. Yeah. yeah that, that's scary. And you're saying it's here in the state of South, Carol, uh, South Carolina, or North Carolina, rather. Uh, it doesn't matter. Those ticks have probably been dropped in different places for different abilities. Do you think they make only one tick to make the Lyme disease? Well, they're they're usually from the deer tick, the ones that spread the Lyme disease. That's what they're saying. But where did they get the tick? I don't know. Started someplace. Started someplace. Um, Colin, um, is there a specific type of tick that they're saying? delivers this or yes. is it yes, just any is. tick? Which no, no, tick it's is it? It's 
And what one is it? It's restricted to the uh, southeastern United States. Is it because we're so warm and loving? Yeah. <laughs> the environment. <clears throat> but so the, they're saying the, the kicks of the, of the northern states don't last long enough and don't get the full impact. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a stick that's specific to your area. Yep. Got to have that fertile stuff. Yeah, but the uh, way it works is once you're sensitized, and in the story, uh, the doctor and his friend they they went to their favorite little hangout, and well, on the menu was a carnivore special with four different types of meat in it. And uh, he, they had, you know, he and his friend had uh, dinner at uh, seven o'clock, and they went home. You know, they they, had, they made an evening of it. They went home. The doctor woke up at three o'clock. Being a doctor who was treated, he treats allergies a lot. He knew instantly what it was, and he kept an EpiPen set in his uh, the drawer of his uh, bedside. Uh, and uh, so he gave himself a shot of, of epinephrine, called for an ambulance, and then went outside and waited. And they tracked it down later that uh, the mosquito, the, a mosquito had been engineered to carry the uh, agent. And he had been, uh, he and his friend had gone fishing, and Mosquitoes were everywhere. Yeah, you know, he was obviously bitten by a number of mosquitoes. This is how what his research shows. Then they had to track down where the mosquito came from, and that, that's part of the story. But it's very, it could be done easily. But the uh, the general effect of it is that once you're sensitized and you eat red meat, you have to you have to affliction. You have to remove red meat from your diet. And well, the, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. And the uh, see you know, but well, have, doctors have red meat after. Doctors didn't have what? The doctor could not eat red meat after that. Right. He became was on the growing list of victims. So in essence, is it is it to put the meat business out of business? That was the that was the key. You know, you know, in the story when they when the uh, mosquito the mosquito is a very efficient means of spreading disease. Absolutely. Now, if you're saying mosquito versus tick, we've yeah. got to have the insect. The tick is very the tick is very inefficient. The mosquito is very efficient. Well, those people that have Lyme disease know he's very efficient. Yeah. Sure. Well, the yeah. thing with 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 ticks, you can, you know, they they find you and they latch onto you and are there for a while. 
unless you spot them right away. But mosquitoes, you don't hear those little ladies coming up and, you know. If you hear a mosquito buzz and it's a male tip, or a male mosquito and it's not going to bite you, it's the the females that bite, they don't make a sound because they need that blood for the babies. Right. And so they are very sneaky. <laughs> I mean, so that's why they're efficient, because they can bite you and be gone, and you never even know that they've done it. That's why the mosquito is so much more efficient. But a tick can be very efficient, too, because they, they can crawl on you and be on you, you know, depending on where they are. If it's like somewhere where you don't see or feel it for a while, you know, there are people that have had a tick on them for days just because it's in a location that they can't, you know, they don't see or, you know, whatever. They can't can't feel it. Right. They can't feel it because the uh, saliva that they inject into you all they see uh, also contains an anesthesia. That, yeah, uh, it's a numbing. Yeah, it's a numbing effect. Yeah. But, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, the science behind that was really real. Uh, I found it very interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, what's, what's more interesting is the fact that there's no publicity on it. Oh, yeah, definitely not. That's one, of the reasons, oh. that's one of the reasons Stanley Schmidt wrote the story. Yeah. And he used to he used to be the editor for Analog before he stepped down to do other projects. And, you know, he had, he had no trouble getting it published. But that is basically the first widespread publication of it. Mm-hmm. And they got a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of uh, return mail because it's not uh, as limited as they thought it was. People, you know, they, they thought that oh, I have that. Hmm, you know. So people were talking about having been affected by it, right? And they believe me. When you love your steak, your roast, you love your 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 bear meat, your venison, uh, elk. You uh, suddenly you can't have it anymore. That's a deprivation. I've I've been off red meat for so long. It, it, it's strange to have it. So is that's there? I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's all I have. Is Colin? Is there a reason? I mean. Does this tick is this tick affected by red meat, and that's why it does this so that when it feeds off of you, it's not getting the red meat? No. I mean, no, the tick or is that the tick just feeds off? It, it don't care. It don't care. <laughs> okay. It's the carrier. That's all it is. So he, the tick carries it, goes into the red meat, lays its eggs, and you get it. No. The tick infects the host with the uh, compound alpha plus. Right. 
uh, when you eat, an alpha plus does occur naturally in meat. It's just part of the, the protein. Right. Yeah, a, tick does, a tick he, doesn't he lay eggs, eggs in you. No. Oh, it doesn't? It on no, it just... And drops off. It just gets your blood for food. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's right. not like a... a um, what do you call it? Um, uh, chiggers. You know, chiggers lay oh. their eggs in you. It's not right. like that. They... Ticks just feed off of you. They're a parasite. Yeah. Well, yeah. well it's like they feed off the, the elk, deer. Then, <laughs> mm-hmm. then you know that causes the, that puts the, the alpha gel into their system, and then they're killed and eaten. And you know, in certain cases, certain circumstances, you uh, develop an allergy, allergic reaction to. Uh, Ready? This is where I'm having the problem. If you're having a reaction to red meat, why is it red meat? Why isn't it milk? Why isn't it because we've got allergies to all the rest of them? That I don't know. What makes it an allergy? Yeah, you know, it's just an allergy. You know, it's like it's an environmental allergy. Like this. It's a protein. We have it in our system. A lot of, a lot of people have, in our, have it in our system. Yeah, it's probably just a, you know, a reaction to a certain protein. Just like yeah. some some people may be allergic to shellfish, but they they're not allergic to peanuts. You know. Right. Um, okay. You know, so it's just something in that red meat that when they inject this stuff, yeah, yeah. It, it's an it's an allergen that mm-hmm. is specific to that protein. Yep, that's the way it's I see it anyway. It. Okay, okay, and, I can. And your body becomes sensitized to it. And suddenly, red meat becomes poisonous to you. So if it's not taken care of, then the person will, like peanuts, they will hyperventilate and, and asphyxiate. Right. They, they develop anaphylactic shock and hives, yeah. things of that nature. You know, like any normal allergic reaction. Right. Interesting. But yeah, it was, it was very interesting. It's real. And uh, you know, so far, no, that, that so far nobody's been stupid enough to uh, you know modify mosquitoes to carry the the agent. So oh, I know. In Chicago, where I used to live as a kid, <laughs> we used to have mosquito abatement processes, mm-hmm. and um, we had the we really never had screen doors. We had screens on our windows, but not screen doors for whatever reason. And um, but now, of course, we have. I mean, I I have screens of just a few windows I can open that are usable. But it's um, 
it's very interesting what you're you're talking about. Very interesting. Uh, yeah, just contact Analog, their website, and uh, uh, there's a, a, a key, a link on it. First, this back issue. But you have to buy the back issues. Yeah. No. Four or five dollars. I subscribe to it, so I've been I've been subscribing to it for many years. I have a stack of them. You wouldn't believe. You have to see to believe. Stack of, wow. of my issues I have originally. You know, yeah, they, they're interesting. It's something to read. You can go back and so if it is stacked, they have that good, a lot of good stories in it. But uh, yeah, but that one story generated a lot of a lot of traffic to the to the magazine. And they published a science article to follow up. Follow up to <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of information out here that we never even hear about to know what to go on it. Um, this this fellow just sent me uh, James from Deacon uh, Thirty Seven, and you may know something about this, uh, Colin sent me information about the um, fact that the Senate supposedly gave a, um, voted in that President Obama can no longer have any of his presidential powers, i.e. veto and stuff like that, he uh, is being basically hamstrung by the Senate now. And um, and the issue here is... Trump was an act. He was never supposed to happen. I understand that, but too damn bad it's happened, and he shouldn't be dehumanized just because you're poor losers... And that is really going on. They're poor losers, and they're attempting to rule everybody, and they're actually doing a act of um, war. They want to start a war with um, Russia. They want to start a war with China, all for the sake of their ego. And this is... This is insane that this Senate, if it's true, I have Nikki from um, Pennsylvania looking into it, but the um, uh, anonymous was uh, reporting that it happened. Now, I I failed to get the date on the, uh, the video when it was published to know when it was done. So Nikki may be able to give us more information on it, but yeah, it's a it's something a we have. <laughs> Go ahead. The bill has been introduced, uh, you know, to curtail Trump's powers. What is that again? It's a bill that was, has been introduced by uh, certain Obama supporters at that. Uh, has been introduced to curtail the president's powers of executive action. 
That's that's treason. Yeah. It's total it treason. Yeah, I'll go by the rope. Well, I'll go by the rope. I'm sure. I'm sure we got lots of trees where you are. You know. Did you hear what uh, Lindsey Graham Lindsey Graham said? Oh, he he's a number one idiot. Yeah, what did he say? All right. <clears throat> uh, he's been getting a lot of flack from his constituents, in South Carolina, huh? and he and he said publicly that uh, if you don't <laughs> like how I'm doing this, don't vote for me. We don't. People don't, and he gets in because of the dishonesty of the machines. You yeah. know how many people you ever find out voted for him? Zip. Yep. Zip. But he always wins. He will always wins because the machine wins. Yeah. The machine the machine uh, adjusts the uh, vote. Yep. And uh, he always he always wins by one percent. And he is a lying, cheating thief. He's the one that put in the uh, attempt here uh, to have those missiles released on South Carolina. You know, he also one time said, he said, you don't pay my salary. The government pays my salary. The federal government pays my salary. And he's right. They pay his salary. The state of South Carolina and every state, all your senators are federal employees. Right. They have nothing to do with you. Right. Absolutely nothing. So that, you know, one of the reforms that uh, needs to be put in once we straighten the mess out is that the Congressional and Senate uh, delegations from each state will be paid by the state, not the federal government. Correct. And you know why that got done? I it, Surprise, surprise. I learned it in a book about an Irishman who had come over here as a kid and how he had pulled himself up by the bootstraps physically and emotionally. And he is um, uh, belonged to, and I'm going to call it the Illuminati for the sake of where I'm coming from, so that he really was at the turning points of all of this um, changing the senators from being voted in by their to being voted in statewide on a federal election. Yep. Took it totally out. No, before the senators were appointed, pardon me, were appointed by the state to election by the people. That was how they did it. Yeah. And we were were appointed by the governor and confirmed by the state legislature. Right. Then they went to then they went to direct election. They had an amendment to the constitution that uh, raised for direct election by the people. Yep. And that's how we lost every one of our senators. Mm-hmm. 
and any control over them. And that's why when you have a, a jerk like Lindsey Graham representing us, he's not representing us. He's a fraud, an unmitigated fraud. And he's a traitor to this country. And this is where so many people are are starting to wise up because it's so blatant. It is so in your face. It is so being. And yet there will be people that never get it. And do we care? No. Because they are just going to be the sheeple no matter what's going on. They will always be the sheeple. So it's time to uh, move on from sheeplehood and really talk to people who are very much tuned in to this sucks. This really does suck. And uh, you got to do something about it. I'm just flabbergasted at how insane this whole thing is that's coming down. So do you have any other information on that, uh, Colin? No, it's uh, just a bill so far. Uh, you know, it, it, it takes a lot to get it through the Congress and the Senate. And, you know, they oh, have to be a counterpart in the House of Representatives. And I have heard that worried about that being done. Go ahead. I haven't heard about that that happening yet. Uh, no, a, a, a House bill to do the same thing. I haven't heard that yet. But yeah, in the Senate, yes, it's been done, and there were, and it's going through uh, to the committees right now. Well, let let me get something straight. Again, I'm I did not take civics in school. However, I've gleaned things. Doesn't it have to go through the House first before no. it comes through the Senate? The House has to originate any bill that spends money. Uh, the Senate cannot originate such a bill. It has to come from the House. But the Senate has to have a bill to match that the House bill. There's two bills. Basically what it is. One's in the Senate, one's in the House. And both houses, uh, the Senate and the House of Representatives, have to approve that bill. Then it goes to the president for signature or veto. And they're putting the bill through to annihilate his ability to veto. Right. Now, that does not make sense because he'll veto it. (laughs) Or he should. Because he He should. should. If they have the uh, necessary majorities in the House and the they Senate, the veto could be overridden. It could be overridden. You're right. This is really criminal. Yep. Really, really criminal. Mm-hmm. What can we do? Let people know about it, number one. Well, we can start using trees and lampposts and 
we can do that, get our pitchforks and go march on the castle. Well, the problem with most of the marching, it, marching is effective if you have the people also going into their offices and saying, we don't want this. Get rid of it. <clears throat> because yeah. so often the people stop outside. Oh, we're good little people. We're just good little people. You're assholes. you got to go into the building. Because that's sure. what we did down here in, uh, <clears throat> pardon me, South Carolina. We actually went into the building and talked to these people and said, we don't want it. And they and we got it done. <coughs> this is this just takes my breath away. This is uh, this is criminal. This is very very criminal. But you know. The uh, the elites are are criminal. It's, it's actually a, a RICO organization. Federal well, they're all they're all guilty of violating the RICO Act. They are what are violently what? They are all violating the RICO Act. Correct. Correct. That's the the criminality act. Correct. Yeah. Everything we have foisted on us is a violation of RICO. Right. Absolutely everything. You know, the means to deal with them is there. You just have to have the people who will invoke the law. Correct. And that's what we're short of right now. And who's saying that? And that's what we are short of right now. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. So what comes to my mind is the old, uh, uh, I guess it was from the early 30s, the movie Frankenstein. And at the end, the peasants in the area are uh, very upset at what Baron, Baron uh, Frankenstein is doing to his castle, and they march on the castle right. with their pitchforks and their torches. This is what they have to happen in this country. That's really true. The natives have got to be restless. Well, the natives are becoming a lot more alert than they want them to be. This is kind of like the, oh, don't, don't pay any attention to the man behind the screen phenomenon of Wizard of Oz. So, um there is stuff going on that they really can't explain away anymore, especially since so much has been revealed, i.e., uh, the Connecticut situation, uh, that, uh, whatever that uh, country, uh, city was. Um, what was it? Hang on, let me talk to Virginia. Talk among yourself. I'll be right back. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what should we talk about now? Yeah. This is very, this is very interesting, Colin. That, you know, you've brought this information up because I didn't know any of it. <clears throat> and that's because they don't want us to know any of it. You got it. This is so amazing. Thanks, everybody, for continuing the call. <laughs> I've been trying to get well, hold of this gal, so thanks. But, barely oh. we were able to continue the talk. <laughs> 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 Didn't talk much. The but, silence was deafening or what? <laughs> it was golden. <laughs> it was golden. Okay. <laughs> We know those, don't we? I can't believe how golden silence can be. But um, but this this is really really important that we. Uh, uh, Nikki's hopefully she'll get it this morning. She's not on the call, nor is Virginia. I mean Emily. So our super snoops aren't available. I'm just. I just find I can't find what those guys find. They just find super stuff. And I'm so proud of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm not good at that stuff. Right places. Well, even if I looked in the right place, I'd probably miss it. So it's uh, an interesting You know, Go yeah, it's, it's um, I've noticed that I think it depends on well, you know we're being tracked, so every time you search something online, it keeps track of the type of stuff that you're searching. So when when huh? Not under start page. You do it under well, start page, they don't track you as well. Well, that's probably then why you don't find what you're looking for, because that's the way they use uh, you doing uh, that to. No. Get you well now. Wait a minute, because if we're looking, if we're looking for something, you you type it in and and get information, and I type it in and get information. A lot of the times, probably nine times out of ten, unless you've been searching the same thing and getting the same information, both of you or us or whatever, you're going to come up with different information. Because it goes by what your, you know, even your computer, it has, unless you've disabled cookies, it will keep track. Right. I, you know. Go ahead. Start page is outside the jurisdiction of the U.S. government. Start page does not keep your information. They don't know who uses it who is using their service. They don't know because they don't keep the information. Okay, that may be fine. However. But start page, when you send, when you use start page for a search, it strips off all your identifying information, then submits the search to Google. And then Google returns the information to them and then they forward it back to you. 
and as soon as you go as soon as you terminate the connection start page, it's like it never happened. My That's point what, being Yeah, go ahead. That may that may be correct. But what I'm saying is wonder you're saying that when you search for things you don't get the information you want to get or the same thing that Emily or you know whoever is getting that's because you're preventing it from being able to attach okay this is what she likes to search for so we will give her this information Um, but that's why they might be able to find something that you don't you know, come up with because you're preventing it from looking for what you like, you what you're wanting, and it's just guessing. Okay, well maybe this is what she wants, so we'll give her you know some information here. But I don't get the same things either, just because I don't get on there and search that much for a bunch of information like that. So it depends on what you have, you know what you do search for is what you come up with. And you may have all that stuff blocked, but it's, it's that's the way it works. So if you don't if you don't want to be tracked and you shut all that stuff off, then you're not going to get the kind of information that um somebody else might who doesn't shut that stuff off. I'm just well, I'm just saying that's the way you get it. Well, th- that may be very true. However, what we're finding is that they, there's one guy, well, the guy we listened to tonight, Charles, Gmail mm-hmm. will stop all his emails because of the fact that uh, they want that control. And so his materials are always being bumped and mm-hmm. he gets he gets curtailed in that sense so if someone is searching for him they won't be able to find him because of that what i found right. when i was in school my first uh year of being back to school i found that when i put in something searching for something from school a school project, I got all sorts of stuff that I didn't want, and they kept bringing it up. And oh, is this what you want? Oh, is this what you want? And I'm going, stop! What's going on? Until I talked to my IT guy, and when I talked to him, he said, put ghostry in. When I have ghostry in, they cannot track me anymore, and I don't get the crap dumped on my computer and um and what you're saying is true about what i read later about the um essence of um essence of the I'm trying to think materials or whatever it was that I was wanting. They can't tell me what it is that I want anymore. And that and right. that is better for me. I don't want all their crap because that was the point. 
It takes you off in an entirely different direction, in a direction they want you to go in. Not but I'm, I'm, yeah. But, but I'm just saying that that's why you don't come up with the stuff that you want, too. It's yeah. a double-edged sword. You know, yeah. it, it may block what you don't want, but it also blocks what you do want. You so, go. you know, they, they get their, well, if you're going to block me, then fine. I won't give you what you want. Just a minute. Whoa. <laughs> really? It's coming down the street. Yeah, they, and and that can be true because uh, I don't want most of their crap that they give anyhow. So it's uh, it's a kick. So very good. Anybody else have other things to add? Uh, I really uh, sincerely hope that uh, you do send this stuff out. I will send these. Um, these videos out, and maybe we'll get some feedback from some people uh, as to what's really going on. It's a, it's a, a pistol, I gotta tell you, it's a pistol. Yeah, go ahead. Are you gonna send out that information on the analog? Yeah, I'll send that out. I just. I, I I didn't get what you were trying to say to me. I knew and I and I thought of it last night when I was asleep. I said, He sent an analog. See, analog to me is it was the old dials, et cetera, that we had on our meters and everything. So what has that got to do with allergies? Yeah. And so that's why I go, When's he gonna send the stuff from this allergy stuff? Yeah, it's a you know it's a, it's a magazine. It's been been around the for name a, of a magazine. Yeah, okay. it publishes uh, science fiction and science fact articles, stories and articles. That's oh, one of the reasons yeah. I've always liked it. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. I appreciate that. Yeah. So we'll get we'll so get I, it out. I subscribe to it. Comes to the mailbox every month. There you go. There you go. It costs me thirty-five dollars a year. For the year? For each oh, year, that's, yes. That's the cheapest magazine I've ever heard of. Yeah. You know. Now you know they've had to you know combine the issues and you know things of this nature because of cost and such. But yeah, it's down to uh. 10 issues a year now. They have double issues. They cover, cover two months, and they're thicker, and they have a lot more in. Okay. But yeah, you know, yeah, that's just, you know, that's the only way they expand business. Otherwise, the cost just eat them alive. How, how much a year did you pay? Did you pay? $35 a year. $35? Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Didn't catch it. Yeah, it's a uh, whole world of new stuff that's coming down the pike, people. It's just, woo, we're in for a big ride, a big ride. That's the insanity of all this crud going on, as they say. (laughs) 
idea. Fact is, with analog, a number of the uh, stories that they published out as multiple, you know, published as multiple parts. You break it down. The uh, exposure from analog is such been that has been such that uh, they were the the story would actually be released as a book because of the, the demand that was created by the analog publication. Well, with the book, where do you get the book? I'll tell you. Is in the back of analog is a series is a section that covers newly published books. The description. Huh. Well, that that helps. <laughs> yeah. I think I found a number of books. That way, those were published that way. Okay. It got mentioned in the in that section of analog. Huh. Interesting books, you know, new new newly published books. It's like a review, a book or their book reviews is what they are. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it gives you the author, and it gives you the, all the information, so that you can. You know, take the take the magazine with you and go over to your bookstore and uh, show it to them, and they can find it. They can order the book for you. Okay. Yeah, it, it is through books and articles that we do learn truths of things that are going on. I mean, that's that's why I share what I share the little tidbits that I get because. They're hiding it. They're hiding it on us. Yep. And we have to be told. Remember, we have to be told. It's like you mentioned that when you forwarded that uh, information on the passports. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that's stopping me from doing it right now is money. Join the crowd. And it's really interesting, uh, Colin, before you fill it out, that you and I talk because there's some knowledge you need. Sure. There's a uh, lot of traps there. Well, and and there's something that, and and Orpha, I, I got the answer to our question from James and why it's done the way it's done. It's a trick. It's a What was the question again? <laughs> that was why. Why did he cross out the line here? Oh, okay. For there. It was a trick, yeah. It's I can see just that. the opposite of why. And, and, and just like, you know, with us looking at it, you know, I caught it because I was seeing it right there, but on your copy it, it wasn't showing that. So right. when you print it out, if if I hadn't have brought that to your attention, you might not have recognized it. Well and also I I may have might have queried, why did he cross that out? That's what we want. Right. And it is the trick is you don't want the the way they're doing it because right. the line in this thing is, and this is what I'm going to read, and people, if you're interested, you got to email me, 
under acts or conditions on page four of the all the information you have to read, if any of the below mentioned acts or conditions have been performed by or applied to the applicant, the portion which applies should be lined out and a supplementary explanatory statement under oath or affirmation by the applicant should be attached and made part of this application. And it reads, I have not since acquiring United States citizenship slash nationality been naturalized as a citizen of a foreign state, taken an oath or made an affirmation or other formal declaration of allegiance to a foreign state, entered or served in the armed forces of a foreign state, accepted or performed the duties of any office, post, or employment under the government of a foreign state or political subdivision thereof, made a formal renunciation of nationality either in the United States or before a diplomatic or consular officer of the United States in a foreign state or been convicted by a court or court-martial of competent jurisdiction of committing any act of treason against or attempting by force to overthrow or bearing arms against the United States or conspiring to overthrow, put down, or to destroy by force the government of the United States. Furthermore, I have not been convicted of a federal or state drug offense or convicted of a, quote, sex tourism, quote, crime. Now, is that what they're calling carting these kids around sex tourism? And I am not the subject of an outstanding federal, state, or local warrant of arrest for a felony, a criminal court order forbidding my departure from the United States, a subpoena received from the United States in a matter involving federal prosecution for or grand jury investigation of a felony. That's why you cross it out. If you didn't cross it out, you would be caught in their trap as a U.S. citizen. Interesting, huh? Join the crowd. Mary. I'm on mute because I'm outside here with my dog, so probably, probably hear the breeze. Yeah. Are the kids coming in? Are the kids there yet? Not also? yet. Oh, okay. Not yet. Well, we'd hear them if they were. Yeah, yeah. we would. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought that. Thanks, Colin. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. We would hear <laughs> Yep, oh, sweet little guys and gal. Yep, it's a it's a real eye opener what's going on here. Oh, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get it, get it, get it, people. Yeah. The the thing that's really interesting is the, these quote-unquote, government. Um, I'm trying to think of a nice word, but they, they're followers, and you've got to do it their way, and it's the only way. And yet they have no clue 
what's going on around them to be able to really be in a position of any kind of power. They really have no clue. It's sad. Because it's their country too. It's not just ours. Yeah. And, oh, well, uh, I was talking yeah. to my brother. Yeah. And, uh, he is, uh, he's a cabinet maker and a furniture maker. He's very well versed in the construction business. And uh, he flatly refuses to do business with any lawyer. Say that again. He refuses what? He refuses to do business with any lawyer. Oh, I can't understand why. All right. Okay. Good for an invitation to bid on a remodeling project. Uh, quite a, uh, the contract would be quite substantial. And he went over to the office and he was talking to the attorney that sent him the letter of uh, the invitation to bid. And uh, God opened his briefcase and brought out his standard contract. And the attorney looked at it and said, you know, I could read this in the court in five minutes, totally destroy this contract, wouldn't have to pay you a dime. Scott just took the contract back, put it back in his briefcase, and walked out. Correct. He will not do business with with attorneys or lawyers. He finally caught on. Oh, no, yeah. You know, this this happened some time ago. He flatly refuses to do it. He will not not work for them, period. No matter how much money they want. Well, it's uh, truth will set you free. Yep. And sometimes it hurts to have to do it. <laughs> Where do you get a silly idea like that? Um, um, was it my mommy that told me that? <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, that they're attempting at this point in time to strap the president down and keep him in his place, that's criminal. Total criminal. And, and it needs to go around the... Uh, because this gal got arrested and um, because that's part of one of the things that they're saying on this uh, anonymous thing that they have got so much um, power, uh, military power now in D.C. for just the fact of taking Trump down. Excuse me? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. It's... Mind-boggling that this is going on and people are not hearing about it or really grasping that this is what's happening. I got someone else calling in now. Let's see who it is. California. Okay, we'll have to do that later. 
everybody forgets I do a program and they can't remember. <laughs> but the program goes on no matter what, right, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> we do. There you go. It, uh, oh, I'm really upset about this whole thing that's going down. I think it's just criminal. Absolutely criminal. That uh, they're doing this heinous thing. But they've done a lot of other crap, and we've all gone along to get along. And this is why it has to stop. We have to stop it. Yep. So what else, people? What do you want to talk about? There was that Stephanie again. (laughs) (laughs) The silence Uh, is still golden. Yeah. uh, I've read so many things, and this thing about the... um, Anonymous has gotten me. There's been a lot of a lot of hanky panky, a lot of um, misinformation, a lot of uh, we don't know what's going on stuff. So it's it's very interesting why we're having this going forward. I think, and it's a du- pardon me, a direct result of uh, of the fear tactics that are being perpetrated on the people today. They really want you subversed. They really want you buried. And this is why I, I'm going to go back and keep encouraging you. Who are you? What do you stand for? What is it you are? It is very important. Hello. Yeah, Elaine? Yeah, good morning. Good morning. I can get down on some stuff I've been looking at this week if you're interested. Yeah, that would be good. Were you doing the hammering? No. I was hearing hammering. Sorry, it was me. I thought I was muted. <laughs> wasn't hammering. I was ta- I was tapping on a cardboard box. <laughs> Sorry. Uh-oh. I thought no I was problem. muted. Go ahead, uh, Elaine. Well, um, I just I heard you guys talking about computers, so I had to get a new computer. Uh, and wonder, wonder knows why uh, my uh, I had a strange thing happen, and I don't like to be paranoid, but I just say it like it is. But um, I had a black and white helicopter buzzing over my bedroom, and um, on on this particular day, and my bedroom is where my computer is, and normally I'm on computer in the evening uh, to do some work. So uh, I had this helicopter buzzing over my window, and I wasn't in my room, though, working. I had been doing things with Ray. Uh, but when things settled down around 5.36, I went to computer. And um, 
we get in this area of New Mexico, um, we get, um, you know, rains in the afternoon with thunderstorms. We have some on the phone that we expect. Oh, Ray says good morning, Wonder. <laughs> oh, good morning, Ray. It's wonderful to hear you. <laughs> Ray says okay. All right. My man. Yeah, big boy. Anyway, so what happened is this big black cloud about 20 minutes after the last helicopter flyby, this big black cloud hovered over my house. Huge black thunder hit. Uh, about 10 minutes after it appeared over my house, uh, there was this huge, huge boom. And it shook my roof. It shook the walls. It rattled the windows. And it, um, my computer vibrated really hard and then died. And so basically what happened is my computer was fried out. So I thought, oh, it's lightning. Lightning must have hit the roof. So I go up on the roof to see if there's like a burn hole or something like that. And um, nothing, no mark of nothing at all, period. So I took my computer apart to look at the components inside, no frying whatsoever. So bottom line is very suspicious. Um, and then um, I had to get a new computer. So I ended up with a Windows 10. So I have a Windows 10 computer. And as I was um, working on it and trying to get it to update and set up and do all that stuff you have to do, uh, the operating system crashed. I had a check on the line with me because I was um, I have a warranty and I was making sure that I set it up right. And um, so he says, well, we'll have to do a, we went into the C prompt, which is the, you know, the computer language and typed in some stuff to, uh, you know, restore, system restore. And um, so basically, my computer got stuck in a loop of system restore, but wouldn't go any further. So there's definitely something wrong with the operating system. And the guy said there must be missing components in the operating system. So we had to do a complete restore. As it was restoring, I got three pop-up windows. And what was on those windows is what's very interesting. Uh, it said... FBI, UTI code, and then a bunch of numbers. So, seriously. And I said to the guy, why, does it, why do these windows keep popping up saying FBI uh, code? Does this have to do with uh, my privacy being compromised? Because I heard that's a real issue with Windows 10. And he said, oh, no, no, don't worry. So, basically... There was some kind of program or application on my computer related to these FBI windows popping up, and it actually corrupted the operating system, and I had to take it down and completely restore it. Interesting, huh? Very, because that is exactly why you don't want 10, because that ability. That's why I won't use a uh, Microsoft. I refuse yeah. to have my stuff in my house. 
because of their ability to take you out like that. Yeah, well, they took me out when I didn't have Microsoft on the other computer as well. So, um, and that, you know, so I just wanted to bring that out. But I did send you, Winder, Winder, Wonder, information on uh, Bitcoin and the Bitcoin wallet, referencing the email that you sent related to um, the economy and investments from uh, the anarchist, the guy who's doing Bitcoin. And I, I looked it up. Um, it's amazing. Uh, they're saying that Bitcoin and um, Ethereum are the two highest uh, payout um, currencies. What do they call them? Um, I don't know. Cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that are that are really like uh, back in 2008, you could buy uh, a Bitcoin which has a value of about a hundred dollars, I guess, for two dollars, and um, and right, and it's and that was its worth. Um, right now, it's gone up to um, I think it is two hundred and fifty uh, value for a Bitcoin, but basically, it's gone up. Two hundred thousand percent. It it and Ethereum are the highest on the market. And right. so what I did, and I haven't had a chance to uh, really pour into it, although I did do some reading on it. I sent you the um, all the information that FAQs on Bitcoin and the link to the Bitcoin wallet, along with the history behind it. Great, great. Thank you. Uh, so I have. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I was supposed to go on a um, an investment thing to learn how the the actions of the Bitcoin and all the other uh, different kinds of uh, materials were out there. Not one of their videos worked. Not one. And well, go so. Ahead. I, Go ahead, Go ahead and click the link that I gave you because it is from the Bitcoin wallet from the origin source. And um, and so I think that, you know, also if you look up Wikipedia, I did that as well. Uh, just search for Bitcoin and Wikipedia. You can get some very insightful information. <laughs> Correct. Um, and it, well, my point with this that I'm bring, was bringing out was that if this company couldn't even provide the videos properly, what are they going to do with Bitcoin? Because they are an investment company. So right. uh, all they're doing is selling a product, people. Selling a product. They're salesmen. And uh, they make commissions off your buying and selling. So this is uh, something I've learned over this past weekend. Most of your brokers in a brokerage house never have traded on the in in the stock market. They just sell a product. That's scary. Because they're what? telling you what to buy and use your money to get what their commission. It's very scary. It's all uh, free market enterprise 
I'm sorry. I wanted to just tell you a little bit about, you know, in in response to that. Um, The guy that developed the Bitcoin um, worked with another developer on the software and the transaction and the foundation for a monetary cryptocurrency system. And it had to be done had to be done with, uh, you know, the internet, with software. And um, and so the guy that did that, uh, he bought and sold, he first of all bought his own share, right? And then right. promoted them. It was an Asian man named Takamaki or something like that, I don't know. But yeah, he anyway, was. he sent out a, a um, email regarding that that was the introductory and he sold based on that email, and he bought many uh, bitcoins himself. Uh, he sold a million bitcoins, okay? So a million bitcoins at $2 a pop. And then after he did that, he sold the bitcoin uh, marketing rights or product rights to the, the brain, okay, he was the developer working in conjunction with the software development, and then he sold it back to the man that had the idea who was a businessman. And so that businessman then took it and started marketing it to businesses and banks and making it, uh, trying to make it a viable cryptocurrency. So in 2008, um, a few locations, businesses started taking Bitcoin as transaction. And what the first one was a pizza place. I'm not sure which one. I think it was Domino's or something like that. But then in 2010, uh, if my memory serves me right, you can read it on Wikipedia. The first bank took it over, and it was a bank in Canada. And in 2000, um, a couple of years after, they came up with the first Bitcoin ATM. Wow. So, so they do have a Bitcoin ATM. I also read an article about a man, <laughs> excuse me, that bought uh, a Bitcoin, and um, and when he bought it, it was in the beginning, but not at first when it was so cheap. So he paid about two hundred bucks, and his Bitcoin value in this year, or it was 2016, jumped up to $2,000. So he bought more, and he ended up almost being a millionaire. But what he did is um, he had his money in the Bitcoin wallet, and that's what the information is. You know, it's not a dollar. You can't stick it in your wallet. You know, banking system isn't really supported, so how do you do it? And that's where the software development was was heading, you know, with the idea, okay, how do we how do we use this as a viable transaction? So basically what he did is he lost the password to his wallet. Okay? He cannot find it. Nobody else has it. It is not linked for security reasons to any server because it's an independent site. Your wallet is an independent site that only you control. So he lost his password, and because of that, he lost $100,000 worth of Bitcoin value. 
Yeah, and if you, if you lose it, you you screw yourself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's floating out there in the virtual world somewhere, and he has doesn't have it. So that kind of scared me, and that's why I wanted to look into it. But um, to be honest with you, I uh, at this point don't have any money to do anything with. Amen. <laughs> but you can um, convert. Some of the banks now, because it is more into the banking system, you know, a little bit. A few more banks are accepting Bitcoin. Um, and the thing is, is um, the Bitcoin, uh, you can convert your IRA into Bitcoin. Just like you can convert your IRA into gold or precious metal. So it's a, the idea is transferring money. If we go to a cash because our economy collapses, um, then you're going to be kind of in a bad place if you don't have any way to have transactions. I think that's why Amazon has boosted itself into the food market because if you go to a cashless society, you're not going to be able to go to the grocery store. And the grocery store is not going to be able to buy uh, from the distribution point because nobody's going to be able to buy gas, right? Uh, <laughs> and so the truckers, so, you know, what will you do? So then you have to go to the cashless society, um, you know, and, you know, I won't, I won't talk about Bible stuff, but, you know, you can't buy or sell, so how can you get around that? Uh, these uh, ethereal types of cryptocurrencies may be a way to thwart that. But then again, I think that's also why Amazon was looking at delivery by drone or drone uh, delivery because they understand when the economy goes to put, everything goes to put. Transportation, everything that supports it goes to put. So, you know, that's just something to think about. But I just wanted to send that to you uh, for your information. That That's great, and I appreciate that because for all of us, we have to look at other resources. This reset, if it ever comes about, is going to be a um, a jolt for many people. They're going to go, what happened to my money? I have no money. And that'll be their cry. And most of us, and this was the cry of the Germans when they got through with the um, the peace treaty that they went through in France where they actually made them all paupers. Yes, there was business. Yes, there was a lot of criminality going on. However, most of the people were not the wise. They were not the, the the ones that stayed home and starved and got murdered by the bombings, etc. That's all part of the history we never hear about. And it's important we look at that history so that we see how can we avoid it here. And avoiding it here is very, very important. It's okay, Ray. You're doing good. Hang in there, big guy. Yeah. Okay. 
And one of the big things that's invaluable for all of us to get in our head is always what other solution can I come up with? What other way can I do something? Uh, I was thinking on what Orpha and we talked about last week uh, about, um, and of course now I've forgotten it now that I'm bringing it up, Oh, dear, someone's calling me again. Oh, Jerry, it's Jerry from Iowa, but we're almost through. Um, so it, it is the issue that all of us, when we have a solution or a problem, to look at how many different ways can it be resolved? How many different ways can you find a solution to what is going on that you will be able to get a result. I'm, I'm trying to remember what it, what was it also that we talked about last week that, um, oh darn. I'll remember it after we hang up everybody, so hang in there. <laughs> oh dear. And and me too. My grandbabies just got here, so I'm gonna be on mute for a minute. Okay, okay. And that was Jerry, and I I uh, I hate doing that to her. She and Gerald are right out there. Um, oh darn. Uh, okay. Well, I'll I'll remember it next for next week. <laughs> and we'll go forward from there. But this was. A- very stimulating. Well, uh, <clears throat> Go ahead, uh, Elaine. I'm sorry. I wish I'd been on the call. I can't remember either. I, I did listen to a portion of it, um, but I'm going blank on it as well. So you're not the only one. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, I know what it was. I know what it was. It was Orphus, A-A-A-D-C-C-P-P-P-P, whatever all those initials were. I <laughs> I have to laugh. <laughs> we all forgot. <clears throat> On the thing about picking up something and seeing something else to be done and then laying it down and then picking up something else and, and going around the house, never resting and moving everything around and never getting completed. Well, I used to do that. When I'd heard it way, way long ago, I said, oh, my God, I'm doing that exactly. <laughs> Stop that. That's not working for me at all. So what I did was I had to focus on what it was I was doing at that moment so that I would be able to complete that action. And then just this last, a week ago Sunday, my son and I went out to lunch. And guess what my Chinese fortune cookie said? You'll accomplish more if you stay focused. Does that ring a bell? (laughs) If we stay focused. Oh, that's so simple. But that's exactly why we get distracted. When we're distracted, it takes us away from what we're doing to do something else and then something else and then we get nothing done. And so I I really validate Arthur for bringing that up so we can really 
maybe have chuckles, but the issue here is that we really need to focus. Focus is the energy that we need. Now, uh, I I would take Ray and look at Ray, and Ray focuses. And when he's focused on something, he's on that. When he breaks that focus, he's on to something else. But he focuses on what he's really looking at. And that's the way my, my guy used to do it. He would focus. It's not a long time, but it was focused. And each yeah, of very us... Intense, very intense, very obsessively intense. <laughs> yeah. Is, which is totally good, I think. Absolutely. Totally Absolutely. And that's why I'm bringing it up, because a, a little kid, for instance, when he gets something, he focuses on that and will... Re- How many times have we had grandchildren, well, Orpha's got hers there, and they learned about the light switch. On, off, on, off, on, off, on, off, until your, your head's going on, off, on, off. But that's focus. They're focused. I think if we, bring that, if we bring that into adult terms, uh, where it's easy for us to focus on, it reminded me of a hobby, you know. Like when I paint, which I haven't done, but... Um, when I paint a painting and I have a couple in galleries, um, I am so focused on that painting, on every brush stroke, on every inch of the canvas, on every color combination, that there's nothing else around my mind than what I'm doing, the brush, the texture, the color, the blend, the overall appearance. Uh, And it's like a hobby. So it becomes very intense, like a passion. But the one thing that I do um, is I, uh, I hate to use that word. I hate to be sounds, you know, very self-centered. But um, I set aside time for that project specifically. When I know I'm going to paint, which I haven't been able to do in a year, but when I know I'm going to do a project, I set aside time every day for that project to be completed. Um, I just finished the last painting I did was two eagles up close, like photorealism. And you can see, and they're in the trees with the three-dimensional background. And you can you can see every feather. And that, that is like a, a 22 by 24 canvas. And wow. you can see every every feather. So the thing is, it, I knew with Ray, right, I have to factor in the the other uh, attributes of my day that I was only going to have three hours a day. So in three hours a day working on that painting, it took me six days to finish it. So, so three solid hours is no distraction, which meant that I have to prepare that. So I have to, yes, Ray. I have to prepare uh, Ray and get his day completed and then uh, set up an activity for him that would give me that three hours. But bottom line is it's all about, you know, passion because in the adult terms, it's it's our focus. It's what we focus on. 
when I was a little girl, sometimes I think now maybe I was a little autistic. Maybe that's why I rage turned that way. But you know those little, um, those little, they don't have them anymore. Uh, they're door jams. They keep the door from hitting the wall. And they're on oh, yeah. a spring uh, with a rubber tip. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, when I first discovered those, oh. I remember I was four years old. And oh, I remember laying down on the floor for at least oh, minutes, making that thing spring and making that sound. Just oh, yeah. focusing on that. It was so fascinating. It was like being on the moon, finding something so, uh, you know, mysterious and new and just like uh-huh. exploring every aspect of it. There and I looked at its motion, its sound, what it accomplished. Uh, the trails that it made as it moved back and forth rapidly, it made me think about uh, oneness because it looked like it was all one as it was bouncing back and forth because it was moving so fast it blended into itself. And so I really focused on everything. And when we focus on things like that, not necessarily the spring in the door and all that, but my good example, when we focus on things, and start working with them, other ideas and interests and concepts and imagination come into the picture, and that's how we gain knowledge. That's right. So it's a good thing. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, I, I, it is after 11, and I... Uh, I, I have to get going for my next projects I've got going, so let us uh, do our ho-ho-pono-pono, and we've got two little junior members that are back in our our uh, hearing, and that is uh, Orpha's grandchildren, so we've got some help today, everybody, we've got helpers. Yes, hey. we do. <laughs> you wanna, you wanna, say hi. Say hi, Wonder and everybody. All right. Hi, Did you get that? Yeah. Happy birthday (laughs) to our junior ranger there. I mean, he's, uh, what is it, four years old? Four? Yeah. Blazer Man turned four. Whoa. And my granddaughter will turn six in November. Whoa. They're just growing right up. It's old. You can put it down. Yeah. I've known you ever since you were, before you were born. Uh Uh-oh. How did you know that, Grandma? Oh, sorry. What? It's nail polish, but it's really old. Why? Why? Because it is. That's what I love, the why questions. Yes. You never can get an answer. You never know. (laughs) If you give an answer, it's why. Give another answer, why. (laughs) And it makes sense to me. (laughs) I know. Uh, All right, so let's do our whole whole with our little helpers so you can get back. Okay, come here. Come and and help. Yep. Okay. 
I'll go ahead and start. Yep. I'm sorry. Say it. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Go ahead, Elaine. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please I'm sorry. Oops, sorry. Please forgive me. <laughs> Want me to tie it out? Please forgive me. Please forgive me. I love you. I love you. I love you. Very Thank nice. you. Thank, Thank you. you. Why didn't you let the doggy go? Wow. Away? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How, how, how? And this is how we can do it. We can do it with the energy of little children. We have to take on the idea that we are the power and we make the difference. So it's very, very exciting to have these little powerhouses back in our energy scope so we can learn from them. So on to bigger and better. And I I just learned something from them, which I never thought about this. You know how we say thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh They're going, you're welcome, you're welcome, you're welcome. There you go. I never thought about that, you know, saying, you're welcome to yourself. You know, it's like, wow, we thank ourselves. Yeah. We don't ever, we never tell ourselves you're welcome. And we I just learned that. Mouths of babes. There you go. And it is <laughs> out of mouths of babes that we learn so much. So mm-hmm. let us keep our minds and our wills and our our excitement for life wide open and ready for any changes that come along because they are coming. So it's invaluable for all of us to move forward and get into a groove that's the best for us. How you can change yourself and grow from whatever you're doing. So with that, why don't we put our arms out and gather everybody around us and and get us to um, uh, get us to bring in their energy so we can send positive energy out to those people that feel down. So let us give them a lot of energy of what the good is in the world. smell. Yeah. So on the count of okay. two, Patty, thing. One, two, three. Give a big hug. Thank you. Thank you. It smells yummy. What did she say? He said, "You smell yummy." 
because they're eatable. They're wonderful. <laughs> there you go. That's grandma for you. There you yep. go. Okay, everybody. You have a great week and have fun with your grandkids. So, oh, I will. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Love they and appreciate you. Say Osula Tulu. Say Osula Mbago. We need that. Yes. Yes. Okay, I'm going to sign off, folks. Love and appreciate you. All right, I'm going to turn off the recording before I forget to do that. Yep. And thanks, Colin, for uh, uh oh, recording's not ending. I'm here. <laughs> recording is not ending. Something happened. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> the recording's over with. <laughs> bye bye, everybody. <laughs> All right, bye bye. <laughs> okay.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.